The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Thanks for joining us. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Today we're talking about from cancer to contentment. And Percy, I guess we're asking, how does your faith really impact the news that you have cancer? Well, and I'll take it a step further. How does our faith get impacted when we're given some bad news, say cancer, or any type of devastating situation one time, but how about that happens twice within a short period of time? Oh, boy. How does that impact our faith? How do we walk that out, and how do we react to that and still hold on to the promises and the Word of God? Very good questions, and our guest today is living the very thing we're talking about. Absolutely, and we're going to learn and hear exactly how he walked through that. And what will help us with that is our scripture for the day, which are spiritual nuggets found in Deuteronomy 31, verse number 8, that says, The Lord himself goes before you. Who goes before you? The Lord himself. Once, twice, three times, however many times it is, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Percy, we always like to provide resources to our listeners that can help uh, anyone who's on a cancer journey. You've put together this resource called Creative Care, Creative Cancer Care. Tell me what's in this. Yeah, this is a powerful document, and, and we created this to really think out the box. In many cases, people simply freeze up when they talk about uh, supporting cancer patients or individuals, and we wanted people to think creatively. And so there's just a few suggested things here. For example, for daily life, uh, we've encouraged people to take on the simple uh, errands and tasks that individuals have to run, going to the grocery store, picking up their mail, taking their pets uh, to their appointments, you know, babysitting, uh, being willing to be on call for emergencies. Mm -hmm. That's very creative and out the box. Yep. You know, cancer care support doesn't just happen between nine and five. You know, things come up, happen in the middle of the evening. So we want people to be encouraged to be creative with respect to things that they can do. Help individuals uh, with uh, situations and circumstances. For example, women who lose their hair. How about having a haircutting party? Instead uh-huh. of someone losing their hair, they opted and decided to cut their hair. How about that? It, it empowers individuals. So this document is full of really creative ideas that anyone can participate and suggest to support individuals working through the process. Of Very cancer. practical ideas that show love and compassion to that person on a cancer journey. So download this resource today, right now. Don't wait for it to come in the mail. You can download it immediately at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And we'll return in a moment with today's special guest, From Cancer to Contentment. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease, evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic medicine, along with pastoral care to help maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. 
Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. If you'd like to download this week's free resource, go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Our host is Percy McRae. And at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, spiritual support is provided as desired by the patient. We have a very special guest today, and here's Percy. Well, I am so excited and honored today to have with me Mr. Arnie Bishop, who is a cancer patient and actually has been a cancer patient uh, working through two different types of cancer, prostate and lymphoma. Uh, And he has treated out at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Goodyear, Arizona. And we're just thrilled to have you here with us today. Thank you so much for joining the show. We want to talk about the dynamics of cancer, uh, working through treatment, uh, how one's faith, you know, helps them. And let's first start with the, uh, the notion of when you were originally diagnosed with cancer. What were you doing? Where were you? And how did that impact you? What happened? As a matter of fact, I was at work and I'd had some tests done and they called me at work and said, um, you have cancer. It's funny, you go through your life and cancer is something somebody else has, um, and you really don't think how you're going to respond to it. Sure. I had a feeling that something was wrong, so I wasn't really, really surprised. And I told Jill, we both work at the same place. And Jill is your wife and (laughs) your caregiver. Jill's my wife. Without her, I wouldn't be where I am today. Okay. And that was a Friday afternoon. We went home. We researched on the internet where to go and got treated for the prostate cancer and basically it was okay this is what i've been told let's get on with it and and let's get this done and then we found out the various options that i had the two of us joe and i we discussed that and figured out what was the best with our doctors Mm -hmm. And once we'd made a plan, it was just, okay, let's go. So you go through that process, and this is for initially for your prostate diagnosis. Correct. I'm going to fast forward just a little bit. You, 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 you embrace your treatment. You go through your treatment. Was there any surgical processes involved here? No, not okay. at all. And then somewhere along the lines here within this time continuum, then you, you, you have to start dealing with the dynamic of having lymphoma. Correct. Yeah. Three months later, um, ended up with a swelling in my face. Um, and to make a long story short, I was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Wow. So we have two different cancer diagnoses that is happening pretty quickly with, within the yes. time frame mm-hmm. of each other. So how, are you pro- how do you process being told you have two different types of cancer within three months of each other, my friend? I sort of did it like I did with the prostate cancer. I I felt very blessed that I had my same care team. I knew them. They knew me. Okay. They did um, all the testing. We came up with a plan, and we said, okay, let's go, and uh, then went through five months of chemo. 
So, so you're doing chemo for both. You're working through this process. You're, uh, I'm imagining that you're doing some other things. Did you embrace any type of um, integrative supports of um, nutritional, naturopathic medicine, any other things that you were doing along with your clinical uh, treatment? Anything that was out there, we, we use. So whether it was nutrition um, for supplements, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. and also mind-body, that sort of thing, and just just sort of talking things through with, with the social worker and pastoral care. Because um, I ha- have a, a very strong um, basis for my, my faith and... That's what got me through, um, you know, the, the first cancer and sort of preparing me for the second cancer because you've got your medical team, then you've got your, you know, your team that helps you, mm-hmm. and then you have your spiritual team. And, of course, you have that as a package, but it isn't a complete package until you have your caregiver there. Okay. And w- without all these things fitting together in sort of one cohesive unit, it, it really doesn't work. And my, my caregiver, Jill, my wife, she is the most incredible woman in the whole wide world. And you know, one day we might be able to get Jill on the show to actually share about being a caregiver. So we'll see if we can make that happen. That would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're, 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 you have this game plan. You have a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you've processed through hearing all of that. <laughs> You're, you're looking at your conventional treatment and care. You have your supportive therapies, uh, mind-body, which is basically helping people to understand the dynamics of how their thoughts and their thinking can, can help them process through their, 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 their dynamics of treatment and care, nutritional support, naturopathic medicine, and then pastoral care and spiritual support. How does spirituality or how did spirituality help you work through the process of being a cancer patient? And it's very interesting because I never put it all together till well, well into the journey. Um, always had a, a very strong faith. And it, it sounds very funny, but they're almost two separate things. You, you have, at that point, up to this point, I had sort of a very strong spiritual faith. Okay. And then continued on in my life and drawing on that. You know, you have your... You know, your work and your family and everything. Sure, your everyday, you know, going through Everyday stuff. Yeah. And then as I progressed through this, I realized how much God was with me Mm. and and guiding me and giving me strength. And it wasn't a whole big picture, but it was the strength of doing it day by day and, and giving me the tools I needed to get through that day, whether it was really being feeling really awful because of chemo or feeling a little bit down. So there was that type of strength given to me that fit what I was dealing with that day. You said that you've always had a strong faith, uh, belief that you've operated with as your core and your foundation, but it wasn't until you were well into your treatment process that, and again, if I'm misstating this, you correct me, that, that the awareness of God, the presence of God became more real and prevalent and pronounced in your, in, in your life. Is that, a, is that a safe? Yes, definitely. Okay. I hear a lot of cancer patients who say that cancer in some cases and in many cases ends up being a gift uh, to them in terms of creating a presence and an awareness that disrupts what their norm is and they're kind of just going on and maybe taking things for granted and just bouncing along. But then they're forced to kind of dig deep within themselves 
to to their core of their belief in who God is with them because of their circumstances. Absolutely. Let's talk about that. It's funny you should say that because I have said it to our our pastoral team and other patients that I actually feel very blessed. I'm not happy I got cancer, but I feel very blessed that this did happen and it brought me to this point in my life. We ended up moving to be closer to good care. Okay. Um, we were, for two years, going back and forth to where we were living to, to get treated. So that was quite a distance of, yes. of, okay, going back and forth. And did that for two years, and then we decided to move and be closer. And I look back at the last three and a half years of this journey, and... I think I am the happiest that I have ever been in my life. Wow. And not just happy, but content. And there's a real difference. There is a big difference. Very content within my soul. And as you know, when you go through these big journeys, um, perspectives and perceptions change. Your your bucket list pre-cancer and your bucket list post-cancer are very, very different. And and when you and and you know when you stated that what came to mind was the scripture Paul said that I've learned in all things to I've learned to be content in all things because you're right there's a difference between contentment and happiness mm-hmm. uh, and if I could just modify and make that very simple basically happiness in many cases is predicated on what happens to us mm-hmm. contentment is learning to find a place of resolution and resolve in the midst of what happens to us good or bad yes. it sounds like the theme of what we were talking about yes. how has that maybe changed the trajectory of what you do and who you are today I, th- I think with with the prostate cancer, um, it was a wake up call. So, and I sort of joke a little bit about it that God had a little two by two and gave me a bop on the on the head. Okay, and it got my attention, and then you know, then it sort of went down again. And then with the lymphoma, uh, he moved it up to a two by four. Well, and, you know, and got my attention a little bit longer. There was a prophet in the Old Testament <laughs> that wouldn't listen, and God used a, a donkey to speak mm-hmm. to him and get his attention. It was like a two-by-four kind of knocking you upside the head. And then three months after I finished um, my chemo treatment for the lymphoma, um, that's another long story, but I ended up with a triple bypass, heart bypass. Wow, wow. And I call that the two-by-ten. Okay. Yes. There was a lot that God was trying to get your attention about, yes. apparently. <laughs> yes. So if we fast forward into that, how has that shaped, um, modified who you are today? Did did the message come through? What was what was the aha moment? What was it that God was trying to get your attention about? Those was those were some pretty strong messages. Yes, I, I think some of it is really simple, and um, part of, part of it goes back to the footprints in the sand. Okay, and I realize that a lot of the times that I, and it sounds very silly, but I do realize in my heart that those times he was carrying me. And people say, so, you know, Jill and I going through the cancer and say, oh, you're so strong. And I didn't look at it as strength. It was something that I, you know, you were given cancer. You had no choice, but you had a choice of how you were going to deal with it. And when I look back, I realize that, this was God carrying me through, not just me or just Jill. It was everything. And so now I'm a very quiet person, and I much prefer to be sitting in the background. And 
for me to even talk on on a radio show is a huge stretch for me. Okay. And I remember a couple of doctors when they heard my story and and they said, you know, God has some plans for you. Hmm. And I thought, well, maybe so. He has plans for everybody, but we all have have to listen. And so when opportunities do come up to share a story, if it can even help one person out there who is going along this journey or a caregiver who is going along this journey trying to help the person they love go through cancer, then, you know, that's, I think, what what he wants me to do. And so if the opportunity comes up, I go, okay, I listened to you to help me get through cancer then I better listen to you and get myself out of my comfort zone and do what you, you're asking me to do. Well, if that indeed was the message and the aha moment for you, I would say you have begun and you've answered that call and starting with this and other opportunities, I'm sure that there are many, many people who would love to hear your story. So continue to be willing and to be open as you continue to walk this walk and continue to bless people. We thank you today for your life for your story, and for being willing to be on our show today. God bless you, sir. Thank you. Uh, Thank you both. And we'll continue to talk about these issues raised by this conversation here today on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. In the meantime, we all want to help those who are on a cancer journey, but sometimes we just don't know what to do. Well, Percy has put together a resource for us called Creative Care, and you can download this resource right now to give you tangible things that you can do to help someone on a cancer journey. So download this resource right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. More with our host, Percy McRae, coming up here in just a moment. Stay with us. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease, evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic medicine, along with pastoral care to help maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. Back with you on today's edition of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Once again, our host is Percy McRae. Percy is Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, which gives you a lot of experience uh, having contact with cancer patients. Well, certainly it has allowed me the opportunity to meet many people from various different walks and backgrounds and socioeconomic, political uh, orientations to understand the global impact of cancer upon people, young, old, rich, or poor. You know, at the beginning of the program today, you asked us to consider what uh, impact it would have if we got the news not once, but twice that cancer had come into our life. And uh, Arnie's story really illustrates what can happen. Yeah, again, when we talk about cancer or any devastating news that we weren't expecting or we weren't prepared for, how does that impact our lives, 
when we get some information or we've been told something once, but then not just one time, Wayne, but then twice in a very short period of time. And on top of that, he gets triple bypass surgery at the end of all that. So, so. so this man was really avalanched with some tremendous burdens and challenges that forced him to have to dig deeper into who he was, dig deeper into his faith and belief of who God was to him. And ultimately, how did he manage to maneuver through the ebb and flow of his days of being uh, confronted with those type of challenges back to back to back? Each of us reacts differently when we get the news, uh, such as Arnie got. But boy, his example is really terrific. It's terrific. And again, I think it helps us to really be faced with and come to terms with the fact. And we've mentioned this before. Bad things happen to good people. Mm -hmm. uh, That being a believer, being a person who loves God does not exclude us from the dynamics and the challenges of the day. Doesn't exempt us, does it? And in some cases, not just once, but twice or three times. And again, helping us to understand that life truly is a journey and that we need to begin to understand that potentially we may have to work through some very difficult things in a very short period of time. And where does our faith come into play and how do we activate it in those circumstances? Now, you're the pastor, but I think he was pastoring you when he talked about the difference between happiness and contentment. It was a tremendous example of a contrast that we need to understand and unpack a little bit. And the exact statement that he made, Wayne, if I may, is that he said specifically in our quote, I feel very blessed that I got cancer. Again, how many people can actually say that who have never walked through that? And he said, because of the fact that it forced him to experience the contentment of God versus just being happy. And I think the the human uh, promise that we all try to uh, grab a hold of is that we just want happiness. We just want to be happy in mm-hmm. life. But from a spiritual perspective, which is a much higher principle, there's another principle that trumps being happy, and that is being content. Paul said it this way, I've learned how to be content in all things, no matter what, whether with or without, whether in need or not. I've learned how to be content because contentment comes from an understanding and a revelation of God being with us, no matter what our circumstances are or theoretically what our outcomes are. Happiness is very much predicated on what happens to us. So I'm I'm happy when I have a good thing happen to me. Then when it happens not to be a good day, then I experience bad or I experience sadness. Uh, contentment is a very different spiritual dynamic and principle. And he really helped us to understand that he found that. And cancer forced him to dig deeper to see the contentment of God. And I liked his focus on helping others because of what he'd been through. Well, I think what ultimately happens, I think the graduation course of going through negative circumstances and hardships is that we can graduate to the next level of now I'm going to take what I've experienced and I'm going to help other people with that. It's a way of translating that and transferring that where you don't wallow in, oh, woe is me, and I had Mm -hmm. such a tough time. I'm now going to take this, be empowered by it, and I'm going to now share with others what I've learned to empower them so that they can go through their circumstances and situations. All right. With these lessons in mind, let's go back to Deuteronomy chapter 31. So, yeah, let's close strong, Wayne. Again, Deuteronomy 31, our spiritual nugget, verse 8 basically tells us this. When we are faced with circumstances and challenges and hardships, we need to remember the Lord himself self, not an emissary, not a substitute. The Lord himself, the scripture says, I love it, goes before you 
and I and will be with you and I. He will never, never, never leave you or I or forsake us. Do not be afraid. Why should we not be afraid? Because the Lord himself is going before us. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. Mm, I love it. Thanks for bringing that verse to our attention here today, Percy. Now, before we leave, someone listening to the program today wants to reach out with very practical care to someone who's going through a cancer journey, but they don't quite know what to do. We can help with that. Well, again, we have a resource here, a free downloadable resource called Creative Care Tips. We want to empower people to be creative in their thoughts. Uh, One particular category, just to give a couple examples of, is an encouragement. To be an encourager, but to be creative. Pray with them and let them know that you have not forgotten them. Send a quick text message in the day and age of texting and tweeting and etc. Utilize that social media. Create a special closed group with emails and messages. Offer to visit or take them out to coffee or lunch. How about laughing together? Cancer patients don't always want to talk about cancer. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about something else other than that and make them laugh. Be silly. Be goofy. Think out the box. These and many other ideas are available in this free resource, Creative Care. You can download it right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Percy McRae. Percy, great to be with you. We'll see you next week. Blessings, my friend. We'll talk again soon. Hope and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease, evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic medicine, along with pastoral care to help maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits.